0: this universe we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing if you're not failing you maybe you're not trying hard enough
1: welcome to ending pending i'm your host andy uh i'm your rogue geneticist evan
0: and i'm oh no i really wanted to have a funny one but i don't i'm just
1: regular
2: old ronnie today I'm a little tired. We are ending pending, we're a podcast that covers television shows that have only lasted for a single season. Currently we are covering Inhumans episodes four, five, and six. But before we get into that crime scene, mm-hmm. I have a little I have a little bit we're gonna do.
0: Tell us the bit, Andy. Tell us,
2: tell us. What is your favorite? Or least favorite, maybe your favorite to hate, forced romance subplot. Because I feel like we had that real hard within humans
0: Yeah, we definitely did.
1: In any media. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's there's such a plethora. Yep. There's so many. What a cornucopia of choices. Uh, who wants to go first?
0: Um, I will. I, uh, Kirsten and I are a big fan of the show Castle. Uh, old ABC show we'll never talk about it because it went a lot of seasons went uh, so long it went so long um I like I felt like the dynamic in the first couple seasons of castle and Beckett the main characters castle by Nathan Fillion, Beckett uh, is uh, state of um I feel like there's some things later in the in the seasons that require them to be like a romantic pair but I I liked the the dynamic of their like very very close platonic relationship so much more than when it was like a will they won't they kind of thing like when it was just that they just won't and just deal with it I like enjoyed the show a lot more and I feel like they they kind of jumped the shark a little bit once
1: that kind of stuff started up.
2: That's valid. Yeah, that's a good one. I haven't yeah. seen
1: that show, but I do hate when that happens. Yeah. Um and it always line. happens like it's just it's, oh, yeah, it, like like it,
0: it's it's a part no... of watching TV just accepting that that's going to happen and ha- hope they do it good.
1: Yeah, even when they're platonic friends, the sense of dread that you know what's coming mm-hmm. even sours that a little bit. Yep. Um the worst i can think of is is going to have to be a throwback to um Terranova the the weird military dude and the science daughter who whose relationship was just baffling Mm -hmm. just like the worst so uncomfortable like he proposes to her dad even though she's like 16 or some shit and like they have some kind of courtship law or whatever and they spend a night trapped in a tree together and then they're like in love or it was the worst
0: Think things are weird in that distant future past.
1: Yeah, it's just, yeah. Not even compelling weird. No. Just like, just this is bizarre. Like, yeah. th- why do they make these choices? They're not saying anything about anything. We're not examining society in any way. Just like, let's let's make a salad out of the strangest things we can think of mm-hmm. and toss these two into it.
0: It adds like weight to certain scenes, and it adds like is what they're trying to do. But it it never achieves it because we just don't care about anything on that show other than the dinosaurs.
1: Yeah, I've never seen two humans have worse chemistry. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What about you, Andy? For me, it probably
2: is uh, Pepper and Tony Stark, Mm. where in the comics, Pepper was, I think, married to Happy Hogan. And the movie was coming out and they were like, well, we need a like a serious love interest for Tony. Uh, So let's just like set that up in the comics first, because if we just put it in the movie, fans will be mad. So they kill Tony's best friend, Happy. He sacrifices himself for Tony. And then very shortly after that, if I recall correctly, we're going back to like 2008 here. um, Tony and Pepper start dating in the comics So that way they could have the two date in the movie. And it was just like, I mean, like I get that Tony's an asshole, but it, it felt really out of character for Tony and really out of character for Pepper to like force that relationship in the comics. And then that way they could do it for the movie.
1: Did you think it was uncomfortable in the movie as its own entity or just in the comics to justify it in the movie?
2: Um, I can never really get behind it in the movie because of how they did it like okay. in the movie it's not like like it feels better it, it i still think pepper works better as like tony's friend who calls him on his shit mm-hmm. than as like tony's wife who calls put, him on put his upon shit. significant other yeah, yeah but um yeah in the movie it's it's okay um but in the comic it was just like very sudden
1: it never bothered me in the movie, but I also never read the Iron Man comics, so I didn't know that that was a whole like thing. But I can definitely see why that would bother you. Yeah. So let's let's talk about Inhumans and well, yeah. forced romances. Let's talk about some other other stuff that tried way too hard.
0: Yeah, they all <laughs> like every
1: relationship in this show.
0: I digress. Go ahead, uh, Evan. Tell us tell us about this show.
1: Yeah. So there was a lot happening in terms of physical actions going on in these three episodes so it's a little bit confusing i'm gonna do my best to distill it but i'd like to remark upon the fact that i i didn't know the titles until i looked up an episode list but whoever wrote these episode titles fucking loves ellipses the dot 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 yeah behold dot 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 uh make way for dot 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 medusa something inhuman this way comes dot 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 if i had
0: to guess i would say they are all like the like the big uh titles on the comic books themselves from like the original inhumans i have to look back and do that but like behold inhumans is a very old school like uh marvel thing to do like behold the Watchers, behold the Human Torch. Like it's, it's. I wouldn't be surprised if every one of these is like from the comic book, which again uh, benefits people who like understand that, but does nothing. It has no bearing on the show and doesn't connect back at all.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Is is Inhumans that old? I thought Inhumans was a fairly recent Marvel property.
2: No, they're they're an old weird thing that they then tried to shoehorn into the mainstream Mm. uh, in order to make this TV show. So they tried to make them more relevant in the comics maybe five or six years ago. Like, really try and make them important. Um, But it never really... Before now, the only thing that I can think of where they kind of mattered was uh, the, The War of Three Kings and Guardians of the Galaxy. But even that was in fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, which was still hella obscure.
1: Yeah. At Um, the time. Not
2: anymore. So
1: yeah, I'll I'll grant you that, Ronnie. That might be a possibility that they were going for old school comic titles, but also, uh, nothing about the vibe of the show feels old school.
0: Nope, nope, nope. So... Totally agree. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Alright, so, uh, episode four, make way for dot 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 Medusa. Uh... Black Bolt and his Hawaiian friends, uh, like, escape from jail, and they meet this, uh, geneticist who, uh, we find out fairly shortly is working for Maximus, and he is, he tells them, like, I'm gonna help you to, you know, operate in the world. I'm gonna study you also, though, and human acceptance, and if I study you, humans will accept you, and they're like, I guess um but he he's working for maximus and he's trying to like steal black bolt's dna and uh they they escape from him like he's doing experiments on him and shit and they figure out that he's evil so they escape and then some other baddies that uh maximus sent to earth turn up And laser eyes guy blows shit up and they, some people get knocked around and stuff. And, uh, then Medusa turns up and like saves them and drives them elsewhere. And then, uh, also crystal ends up on earth. Like lockjaw takes her to earth and then lockjaw gets hit by a car. Uh, Oh, right, also, Louise, that uh, rocket scientist lady who works for NASA and then got fired when she said that the rover got stomped on, uh, she's hanging out with Medusa. She did some science shit and, like, tracked some energy shit and was like, Oh, yeah, that came from the moon. This lady came from the moon. And so they steal a car together to go rescue Black Bolt and his Hawaiian friend. Uh, Episode 5... Uh, is mostly uh, Karnak and this drug dealer girl that he's hanging out with having an awkward, weird romance, and uh, Crystal and the dude who hit Lockjaw with his car having an awkward, weird romance. And it's the worst. Um, I guess Maximus is doing some stuff up on the moon. He seems to be kind of walking in circles up on the moon. Uh, I He... he kills some members of the genetic council, which seemed weird to me, because they seem to be, like, not really vocally opposed to him. At least last I heard. But, um, he has them killed. And, uh, then most of the episode is just like, ah, yes, Karnak and this lady are banging, and Crystal and this surfer guy with hair are flirting. Ugh. In episode six... Uh, everybody kind of gets reunited in this one. Uh, Medusa and, uh, Louise, the science lady, uh, figure out where Crystal is, and, uh, they meet up with, I don't remember how they find, uh, Gorgon and Karnak, but they, they all end up back in the same spot, and, um, then they... Oh yeah, they 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 go back to the geneticist's uh, science lab to try to to try to kill that guy, and um, what's his name? Gorgon uh, tries to stop uh, the mask face guy with the laser eyes from blowing up the building, and in doing so, instead he collapses the building and he gets killed, and everyone's sad, and. Then there's this, like, supposed to be funny bit at the end where the vet who was, like, treating Lockjaw, like, calls the police and is like, there's an alien dog in the barn. And then there's this whole long bit where they are like, there's no alien dog in this barn because he teleported. This is is hilarious. And that's the end of that episode. I'm sorry that was a little... uh, that was a little all over the place. Like but I said, the... This
2: show is kind of all over the, the place. The
1: episodes have a lot of uh, through lines that do not connect back up with each other. So explaining how one action is consistent with the next action in the next episode is a bit of a challenge.
2: Also, so many plot threads just go to nowhere and, like, aren't
1: picked up again. Yeah. So it's hard
2: to know, like what to talk about because it's hard to know what actually is part of the plot
1: yeah we don't know what's going to turn back up again in the next couple of episodes but yeah so that's what happened they ran around in hawaii a lot they all got connected back together maximus is walking in circles on the moon that's pretty much the deal that's the job
2: kind of the good guy
1: yeah still maybe possibly the good guy definitely less the good guy he did kill some people, but um, there was also no real well-established reason that he killed those people. There was so. a
2: coup against him, and he he only killed the one guy. The rest, he was like, take him prisoner, which I thought was very benevolent of him.
1: Yeah. He also, it was a very had... small-scale coup. Again, not many people seem to really care that he's in charge and Most are just chill with it. Most people seem to like him. Yeah.
2: He's got the support of his people.
0: He doesn't have the support of Ronnie, but we'll get into that. Um, so, got three more episodes of Inhumans. Uh, Andy.
2: Yeah. Uh, did
0: these three episodes work for you?
2: No, no. Uh, these three episodes got rid of all of the things that I found charming, which is not many, from the first three, and, um... We're just boring. So no. Evan,
0: yes, Ronnie. Did uh, did these three episodes of Marvel's Inhumans work for you?
1: Yeah, no, no, they didn't. Um, I th- I found them to be pretty like exhausting to watch. Like they they're a chore to get through at this point. Partly because they're confusing, and partly because. There's, like, in spite of all of the things, in spite of all the frenetic action that's happening, they're boring. Like, I don't really care about anything that's happening to anyone, because I don't care about the characters, so no. I can't get into it. It's not working. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Uh, are these are these three episodes of Inhumans, are they working for you? No. Um, I'm relieved to hear you say I, that.
0: I definitely don't dislike them quite as much as y'all do um, it, it's I'm feeling like I'm in a I forget what the show was I think maybe almost human where I was like no but it's like it's close um, it's not that close it's not it's not that close to being good but I definitely have found some value uh, in a lot of these moments that like could make the show better which is which is promising but also that doesn't mean that it works so no it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, there were a few blips where I saw what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. but they didn't do it. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't get there. Well, let's let's talk about those blips, those little yeah. positive blips, Evan.
0: Yes, do you want to go ahead and uh, lead us off with what about these episodes worked for you?
1: Sure. Yeah, I do have a positive or two this time, uh, inexplicably. But uh, I commented in the last segment that. Clearly, what they should be doing narratively is revealing to the Inhumans, the people who are supposed to be the heroes, that their prejudices are wrong and they need to learn and grow and they need to change their minds about how they treat humans. And we saw some kind of, kind of glimmers of that. We, like they, that clearly occurred to somebody. As they were filming this. And they tried. Like Louise pointed out. Uh, in episode five or six. I don't recall. Louise pointed out like to Medusa. That she treated somebody like crap. She was like. Do you, do you just treat everyone that way? Do you just put everyone in trunks? And Medusa responds quite, quite rightly. That this person that she happens to be being a douche to. Just attempted to murder her. So, that was a real poor example that they chose to point out as their maybe-you-shouldn't-be-a-dick moment. But they did try. They recognized that that should be a theme that's happening here. So, that's something, I guess. Um,
2: the veterinarian also pointed it out to Crystal. Yeah. Um, but the veterinarian was always framed as being wrong and, like, like ignorant. And so, I don't want to say that that counts but yeah i mean like crystal was always framed as being correct even though she was being awful
1: yeah so they they tried to have uh a character development there they tried to have a narrative thread that connected to their douchebagginess but honestly that's about it that's 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 roughly it i i don't mind louise actually i don't think She's a bad character, um, but I don't mind hers about the best I can say. I certainly don't love her character, but she is a, a little bit of a a foil to all these weirdos walking around. And she is, in spite of being kind of a weirdo herself, she is at least pointing out some of like the weird shit that they're doing. So that's something, I guess. But that's that's kind of all I got. Andy.
2: Um, there was a really annoying plot thread with the, the weed growers where like the one was kind of like sociopathic and like murdered the one and then like wanted to murder, uh, Karnak and Karnak's girlfriend. Um, and they got rid of that plot thread by worse and scarier drug dealers showing up and just murdering uh like very suddenly the sociopath and while it was totally out of left field and totally random uh i liked it because it got rid of a really obnoxious plot thread very quickly and it did take me by surprise i did not expect it so um good on the show as far as anything else, um, I do still think the Ramsey Bolton is doing a good job as Maximus, even though uh, what a what a weird weird role he has to play. And um, I think uh, and some Mounts is that his name, the guy playing Black Bolt, is doing the best he can with a really silly part.
1: Tryhard.exe. Yeah,
2: so that's about it. Uh, that's about all the compliments I can pay this. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Is there anything that works for you?
0: Sure is. As Let's I hear sa- it. As I said, um, I wrote in here, knockoff Felicity Smoke is my favorite. Um, Louise just reminds me a lot of like... Season so that, one Felicity. Yeah, yeah, where she's just like... Yada yada yada. I'm gonna be the, the grounded person in all this and, and you know, throw in a random piece of dialogue that does not like there's no reason why she would say that, but then it like triggers all of these thoughts and, and feelings and like you know reasons for the characters to, to care. Like um she's good. Yeah. She's 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 a valuable part of this cast. Um I like I think that this show one of the things that I like about this show that the reason why it's not quite like so bad that it's funny to me or so bad that it's good is because I can see like all the places where it could be very good if they just changed a couple of things like a lot of a lot of things but small things like there's just like the, there's a lot that could be done to make this show workable. This is not just like, well, throw it in the scrap heap. It's, it's awful. Like twist the way that characters respond to things. And it's like a decent show. I think this show would be fantastic if we just focused on Gorgon and Karnak and their dynamic and relationship. Like there was a lot of scenes with Karnak beginning to understand humanity. And like, it's still through this gaze of like, it, this fish out of water thing is so still so annoying, and his like mentality on you know the way he talks is very. Oh, I was going to say annoying. something about that. Yeah. My... Sorry, yeah, I'll <laughs> cut that out. But like, it, it's it's. Um, but when they're together, and like, the like, Karnak beginning to be like, you know what, Gorgon, you make the plan. Like, I'm not. Maybe I'm not always gonna be the one who's right. And Gorgon kind of being like energized by that. And like, you know, he it's just like I I like that dynamic and I like what they're doing there. I just wish that they would apply that learning about each other to anyone else in the cast and any other issue in the cast. I like when I'm forced to watch Maximus on the Moon, I I, I won't get him. I'm getting the negatives there. I I just think that like their their dynamic and their relationship is good and following them around. While like the royal family does their whole thing up in the moon would have been a far more interesting way uh, to frame this show. Um, I like Gorgon. I like I liked Karnak at the end of this episode. Uh, end of these couple episodes. Um, I yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it's literally just that there's bones here like there are bones of a good show here and it's not even like they put the wrong flesh on them they just didn't flesh it out at all
1: and they just served it up completely completely unthought of so see that actually makes it more annoying for me uh like i'm i'm in the opposite position where if i if i can see the goalposts and then i have to watch them like just go completely out the wrong direction that makes Mm -hmm. me angrier than if they had been totally like lost in the woods the whole time i'm i'm quite frustrated with it i
0: just don't know that it makes me like it's so bad it's funny it's so bad it's good kind of thing it's just like it's so bad but you could have done it good and like the earnestness of it is just like If it it was, like, a little bit self-aware, if it was a little bit campy, which I think this show could have done a great thing there of just, like, here's this obscure group of superheroes that you've watched 27 Marvel movies now and have never even heard of. Like, that could have been, like, a a fun little thing. But Could have been. Yeah. Could have, could have. Could have, Is it, though? Right. I I think, yeah, the the earnestness that they still do it with um, makes me, like... But if you wanted to go earnest... Change this thing and it works, or change this thing and it works, and they didn't and it doesn't. So,
1: sounds like it's time for some negatives. Well,
0: first, if I can do a little interlude here. Oh, do uh, a lunar
2: interlude. A
0: lunar word, interlude, if you will. We're talking
2: about in humans.
0: Right. Oh, that's real good. That's mm-hmm. real good. It's, that, that fulfills our McElroy uh, quota for the week, and it also is it it actually makes sense. Evan hangs his head in shame. I'm gonna talk about I did a little bit of research on these uh, these inhumans from the from the comic books. Not a lot, but a little bit. Wanted Let's to, hear it. Yeah, so so our our good friend Karnak, um, it's never explicitly discussed in the show, and when it is, I feel like they got it wrong. But it makes a little bit of sense in the long in, in like how they play it. His power is not so much that he is very Sherlocky or Doctor Strange, where he can, um, you know, see outcomes and change them. What he is able to do is recognize the flaw in any situation, like in any any circumstance. He is able to see like the flaw that will lead to its destruction, and uses that to you know make sure that he stays okay and the people he's protecting stay okay. And there's scenes like like the bullet, the bullet in this episode where he realizes if he cuts it this certain way, like it shows like an angle on the bullet, um, it's a it, he's able to I don't think that's any super strength. I think it's just they're trying to illustrate that like he knew exactly what he needed to do to make that bullet, you know, fray off. They don't and they don't do a good job of it, but I feel like that is a like if you illustrate that and say that, it makes so much more sense and is a little bit more unique than just like, yeah, he
1: could basically see the future and, and stop things from happening, like That's so weirdly specific that I almost feel like it'd be more confusing to try to explain that. And maybe that's and maybe that's the way they framed it. Like, but I it as you
0: said last week, like it, it is it is a tried trope like it's 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 passe. And so I think that they could have navigated that a little bit with like not necessarily that he can see every circumstance, but just like on the thing he's focusing on, you know. I can see this bullet. I can know where I need to karate chop it to not hurt myself and to, you know, negate its power. Like, I think that there's some power there. The other thing, are you ready for some very terrifying news? Yeah. Lockjaw is canonically a former hurt human. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Lockjaw. Hang on a second. I've got my trusty, dusty Marvel encyclopedia.
1: Wow.
2: Yep. I, it's so weird that they treat him so much like a dog. Yeah,
0: that's... When, it, when oh. they come of age, Inhumans are exposed to the Terrigen mists from which they gain their unique powers. For the Inhuman, known as Medusa, exposure gave her living hair, while another Inhuman, Crystal, gained the ability to mani- manipulate elements. The Mist transformed another child into the teleporting dog, Lockjaw, That's so fucked up. Who served as a companion to the inhuman's royal family and is able to teleport a maximum combined weight of one ton. Although he has human intelligence, Lockjaw has canine tendencies. He likes to chase other animals, fetch sticks, and so on. They
1: that dude is their slave. Like what the fuck? Also,
2: maybe stop exposing your children to this shit. Yeah. Let them choose. Because the risks are terrible. You could become a wall. Yeah. Or a dog. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow. Fuck. I like, I assume, like when, when we were talking about that and and Evan, when you brought that up, I like immediately, it was like, there is no way that he was not like, he was absolutely like a child. Like it was, it was never, (laughs) never a situation. Like.
2: Well, as the McElroy say, no dogs allowed on the moon.
0: No dogs on the moon.
2: That's my last one.
1: There you go. That did dovetail real nicely, though. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll, I'll allow it. Oh wow! Yeah, I, it's it's weird.
2: Oh, that's the Inhumans are the bad guys. Yeah, it's it's, and
0: again, that's an angle that they could have played it of like this is just like despicable people that you don't want to root for, and I don't know. I feel like that's how they did it. Like <laughs> like like that's like they yeah. could. I've, like they could have gone full bore with it and just like maybe focused on a couple of humans and things like that that have to deal with this. Um, I, yeah, there's so much, so much they could have done to make this any kind of good, and it seems like they just they just got lazy. Like everything, like it's just it is as if it's pulled from the comic book, but not explained well in the. Marvel Cinematic Universe that they're building. Like, oh,
1: I think they were desperate for us not to realize that Lockjaw is a dude in the oh, show. Oh, I have to imagine. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Um, so so, feel, so so yeah. We. I'm sorry. I Because like you can't do
2: an Inhuman show without Lockjaw. He's he's like the only likable Inhumans Inhuman in the comics. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask anyone like who reads comics, oh, do you like the Inhumans? They'll go, and eh, not really, but I like Lockjaw.
0: Yeah. He has but, human intelligence, which means that he is aware of the terror that has been inflicted upon him. And he's just supposed to, like. This body transformation yeah, horror yeah. they
2: did to him. It's, it's um, like some but like, there's no stuff. way you can frame that in a television show and not have it be horrific. Right. So the show was just like, we're not going to say he's not a human, <laughs> but we're going to, like. because that would piss off the comic book fans but we're going to frame it in such a way that like where they just keep calling him my dog or whatever
1: I think the and I mean far be it from me to claim that I know the right way to do a TV show but I think a right way to do this would have been to like let the unhumans be like that unlikable and that shitty and that terrible Mm -hmm. and then have their experience on earth be just awful Just like karmic punishment for them and have like have a very clear character development arc where they all in a dramatic and significant fashion that's very obvious to the viewer realize the error of their ways and Mm -hmm. like figure their shit out. not this little like maybe you shouldn't be such a dick but like your entire way of life is fucked like you need to you need to completely change everything you need to rebuild your understanding of the world from the ground up right and the only way to in that case make uh maximus the villain is for him to basically rehash ramsey bolton Like, he has to be so bad that he's actually worse than than they are. And he's certainly not.
0: In that case, though, I don't know that you really need Maximus. Like, to be, like, if, like, and, and this is me playing a little bit of, like, writer's room. But, like, there are inhumans or there are people that have been affected by Terrigen Mist on the Earth. If these, if the royal family comes down, like, hi, we're the royal family. We're here to take you home it must be awful here for you. And we're your savior. And they're like, what? No. And then they like, like the, the inhumans that are already here on earth are kind of taking on the Royal family. And it's like, it's, it's more about, you know, this, this distant universe that nobody knows about and nobody understands. And they get to be just straight up villains. And I don't, I don't know that they get like any redemption. Maybe, maybe, maybe Maximus at that point becomes like the good guy of like, Oh, they're not, you know we're the bad guys like yeah, there there's things you can do like that's that's i that's feel like so they present. tried
2: to have some sort of character arc and lesson with karnak and gorgon mm-hmm. but because they had no screen time together yep. bef- like before they got separated yep. they tried to do these moments via flashbacks yeah i'll get to those and stuff get to those <laughs> I don't know if we need to keep our format here. Like we're just kind of free form. Yeah. Right? Okay. We okay, should yeah. talk
1: about we should talk about all the bad shit because I've got so I've got stuff stacked up. I need to get it off my chest. Yeah. But all like, right. we're yeah. Well, I'm just gonna. Right
0: now. I'm just gonna open up the floor. This okay. is the point at which we are talking about what didn't work for us. No, nobody's turn. Let's just okay. let's just hash it out.
2: So with the flashbacks, they tried to like quickly jam in some character development for Gorgon and Karnak. Uh, and the entire time, Gorgon was like, I'm not tactical. I break things. But he's was he was very tactical with his Hawaiian soldiers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, trying to, like, immediately give him, like, this dumb brute character arc, which he had not had before. Also, how's
1: work. he commanding, like, the army if he's not tactical? Exactly. Wh- and then um, having Karnak be like, oh, I need to be
2: more like Gorgon. I need to, like throw caution to the wind well when karnak did that he still got captured and then when gorgon was trying to be tactical he still just rushed right in and and like was like sorry i wasn't tactical uh and so like it didn't happen at all like there was almost a thing and then it didn't play out and didn't it it didn't go anywhere it didn't develop yeah there was no
1: follow through to that they
2: planted some seeds that did not grow but
1: they very obviously planted those seeds also all those flashbacks were so clearly a reshoot oh, so yeah. clearly it was on yeah. one set just one set and just them talking the it's flash- the same set in all three flashbacks the flashbacks
0: added literally nothing like i yeah. i would if if you took every flashback out of this show i think it would be incrementally better like, it, yeah. they, they, they add overexposure. They give you, like, way more information than you need and leaves nothing to the imagination, nothing to, like, figuring it out. And the child actors are bad. They're all just very bad.
1: Sorry, and it, children. It, 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 what's that? I said, sorry, children.
0: Sorry, children, but you get a new job, children. <laughs> um, but, and they all, like, just halt. Whatever momentum is going on in the scene, it is completely halted by, like, taking us back to maximus getting trained or you know gorgon you know not literally they were anything.
2: they were like oh shit like we were watching the show right now and we did not quote set things up or Ramsey bolton is too likable shit 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 let's let's just film some shit right now and we'll 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 we'll, we'll make it a flashback yeah it's garbage
1: Uh, why the fuck does Karnak talk like Mr. Spock all of a sudden? What, like, what, what was, what the fuck was happening? Like, he had this line in, like, the first episode where this, like, this waitress or whatever was, like, giving him eyes. And he pulled this, like, cool guy shit where he's like, nah, we, we, like spend three days together and at first it'd be great and by the end like you'd resent me or so, like some like you know cool ass right. player shit that he said which strongly implied that like the man knew his way around the ladies like the man was a lady killer just like blowing through them and like tossing them out with the trash or whatever yeah which sort of made him seem like a douchebag but then all of a sudden in uh episode uh five 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 into six yeah um he has like a crush on this weed grower girl and i i guess they're supposed to be broadcasting to you that like he's lost his powers and he's having a hard time with that but suddenly he just doesn't fucking understand like what physical contact is Mm -hmm. what is kissing why are you taking off your shirt what is happening? This is illogical. I can't figure out what's going on. Like, fuck. You didn't it's, it's You bad. don't have you don't have like goddamn amnesia. You just like can't see the future anymore. That doesn't mean you don't understand like why people kiss each other or something. It's so bizarre and nonsensical that he's just suddenly he's behaving like an infant, and it's really bizarre.
2: Um I can't get over how unlikable crystal is yeah. and how bizarre she acts around people and like her lack of understanding for like empathy or social cues or anything. And it's just so bizarre to me that sometimes the inhumans like seem to have a firm grasp out about like earth and, uh, America or Hawaii, like how to act, and then other times are just like we are aliens, and like it feels like some of the writers are trying to do a Thor one thing, and some of the writers are like not on board for that, and it it's so inconsistently done, it's it's very jarring.
0: Yeah, it 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 feels like that that is like a character type. Like, Crystal. And, like, she's annoying and, like, if they felt like they had to have her, that's fine. But everybody takes their turn being Crystal. Like, it's just, like, there's no, like, variation between it. It's just, like, at what point do we act like we know what's going on and what point are we Crystal? And like, it's just
2: and no one seems to know what deaf people are, or what what mute people are, or what oh, sign man. language is, and so like everyone seems so like blown away that Black Bolt doesn't talk. Yeah, and that's not a weird thing.
1: Also, like, that's, that's a a common thing on Earth. It, like lots of people who don't speak English would just be silent under those circumstances, and like ev- yeah, everyone is. It's really bizarre. Also, why doesn't Black Bolt do anything? He doesn't do anything ever. He's got this amazing, like, yelly power. And even under circumstances, like, when they were escaping this geneticist's, like, evil lab or whatever, there were several situations where a bad guy was in a big open space all by themselves. And Black Bolt could have just been like, pew! And, like, blew them the shit up.
2: Even and just the grunt that he did with the cop car. Like, even just a little, like, uh would have, like, wrecked the bad guy.
1: But, yeah, like, not only does he sort of look confused most of the time, he, he didn't help. Like, he was just there to get rescued. And, like, everybody else was doing shit, and he was just like, huh? 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 Like, yell at him! You're not gonna, you're not gonna accidentally get other people like it's clearly directed we've seen it work before we've seen that like voice power work before it goes in one direction and it's got a limited sort of cone of effectiveness and like i don't know if they're trying to sort of imply that he was like traumatized by accidentally hurting people and that's why he but if they are doing that there's there's nothing to make that clear to the audience like I sort of thought of that after the fact as I was musing over, like, what is his deal? Why doesn't he ever use his powers? So, like, if you if you want to have that be a plot point, you have to give that some kind of emotional weight. You can't just have a, a four-second flashback where he yells and accidentally kills his parents. And then, like, his, his issues are never brought back up again. Like... Yeah, it's it didn't work. It's it's silly. It's
0: another one of those things where I feel like it could have worked if they went all the way with it. Where if like I feel like in more recent comics that I've seen Black Bolt in, whether it's because he's in the Illuminati of the Marvel universe and things like that, he is, is not like wanting to talk. Like he's not like making eyes and like mm 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 like he he's just very stoic very almost watcher-like, very taking things in. Like, if he was just through this show, like, a statue, just, like, kind of, like, arms crossed, observing, not really having any indication that he wants to, like, engage in what's going on, I think that would be better than him, like, clearly being emotionally entangled in everything, but, like you said, Evan, never doing anything. Clearly, like, wanting to burst out, but, like, never ever doing like not even like
1: you could fist fight you could throw a punch dude yeah (laughs) you could absolutely punch somebody he didn't punch anybody right gorgon's sacrifice
2: was so pointless so the big laser eye dude is about to bring the lab down and everyone's kind of like terrified and freaking out and gorgon like tackles this dude to the like like, grabs the guy in a bear hug and then decides to, cra- like, drop the lab on top of everyone. Whereas, like, Gorgon could have just as easily, like, knocked the dude out. Like, we saw Medusa knock this guy out with a car door. And yeah. Gorgon has super strength, so Gorgon could have just punched the guy in the face.
1: Or, like, or just snapped his neck or something. Like snapped his
2: neck or kept him in the bear hug because the dude couldn't take his mask off with his hands... Like at his sides, mm-hmm. instead, Gorgon does the same thing he was trying to stop this dude from doing, which was bringing the lab down on everyone. Like, and then that he guy shooting his laser beams at everyone versus Gorgon collapsing the building would should have had the same effect. It but it was it was so bizarre. I I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I also think it would have been more weighty maybe if like Gorgon dove in front of this dude's laser blast when he was maybe about to kill Karnak and then Karnak could have like learned a lesson about like you know maybe more fully like actually try and carry that point down Um but it, it I don't know it was and then Karnak could have been the hero and knocked out laser eyes dude because Gorgon sacrificed himself but like no it was just silly yeah. It's just dumb. Yeah. It's like
0: what was I just to take it like a little bit further back of like just what a superhero team-up show or movie should be, like the there were points when I was watching Runaways where it was like when are they going to get together? When are they going to start being the superhero team? And like things fell into place naturally. Even like we just saw Ocean's 8 loved oceans eight it was great but like the entire time like i was explaining it's it's almost like the build-up of like everything coming together and everything slipping into place and and falling through when you have the um the climax it it truly is almost orgasmic of like the way that it comes together just like there's been so much build-up and finally they just they did the thing every reason that they got back together in this show as a superhero group was so manufactured and so forced, like the guy being a sociopathic killer at the weed camp. Like, where did that come from? It was just a thing to encourage Karnak to want to escape and figure out what's going on and to bring the rest of the team to them. Like, it it just, nothing was organic. Nothing was natural. Look at,
2: like, Heroes Season 1. Way back. Way back, Heroes, season one on NBC. Like, you're waiting for these characters who are all over the world to, like, maybe find each other and meet each other. Like, the Petrelli's were together, and, like, Isaac Mendez was there somewhere. Maybe was that his name? I don't know. But, like, slowly and by the finale, finally, everyone meets. And it's nuts. It's the coolest thing ever. Because they've just been getting hints and seeds of each other we're like in humans they all start together but at no point do they have really any sort of character development with each other and then we're they're all separated and we're supposed to care and we don't also the fact that lockjaw is a person and drop them all in random spots <clears throat> and like that was never addressed or explained why lockjaw did that well they- it's even worse
0: now they did say in this episode when they're talking about fatigue of Lockjaw that like when Lockjaw gets tired he gets sloppy, but it's like that happened after teleporting one person. Like,
1: yeah, he teleports everywhere. Like I I was reading a trivia thing when I went on IMDb and they were like, oh yeah, they designed Crystal's apartment to be uh all for all the rooms to be big enough for Lockjaw. But, like, all the doors are regular size because he can just teleport into the rooms. Like, that's how he gets around the house is by teleporting from one room to the other.
0: Yeah, and I imagine maybe, like, the journey from, like, the moon to Earth might be, like, strenuous. But, like, if you're doing all this work to train all these Inhumans, wouldn't you, like, train Lockjaw in the same way to, like... But you wouldn't because he's an animal, because he's just your pet. Like,
1: yeah, it's it's strange. oh,
0: oh it's my god, so weird, it's, it's so, so wrong, weird, yeah. He did, I will say that he does uh, get his come up. Um, Lockjaw does, he's able to start the pet Avengers, uh, in the Marvel Universe. So, so good for him, good for him wanting to do a little bit of good. He's not world. a pet, though. No, no, that's that's the worst part. <laughs> He, he, it would it would have to be him that starts it, though. You need kind of
2: that, like, missing link. Does he have a spot at the dinner table, or does he eat out of a dog bowl? I mean, he doesn't have thumbs. But they, still, do they put his dog food in a bowl on the ground?
0: I'm going to have to... Now, That's, I mean,
2: like... Oh my goodness.
0: A lot of, a lot of what this show is doing is making me want to read inhumans comic books, not because I think that they would be any kind of interesting, but I need to know like what parts of this are because the show is bad and what parts of this is because inhumans canon is inherently terrible.
2: <laughs> oh man, oh man, this is worse than droids in Star Wars. Like this is bad. Mm-hmm. Poor mm-hmm. Lockjaw. It is. Like poor Lockjaw.
1: One, one thing that just all of our
2: out, listeners that are really into like puppy play are so turned on right now. I know, but everyone else is just horrified. I'm, I'm not
0: yucking any um Chasey Bliss. Um, one of the things that like stands out to me is that this it feels like the Watchmen. If every character was Dr. Manhattan at the end of Watchmen, of just like I'm tired of these humans and the tangle of their lives, like. Everyone is just like, oh, Felicity Smokes got like w- problems with her parents and Crystal's new boyfriend has a, has a trouble with his ex. Like very normal situations, but they're just like aghast that any of this is going on and that everyone's just not focusing on them all the time. And it's like, I don't like you. I don't like you enough to, to want to care about you and you're not making it better. All the scenes with I, I all the scenes with, with Medusa and Black Bolt are unwatchable. I, maybe and maybe that's why I feel like Karnak and Gorgon would be like the, the runaway hit because like they're the only times when I can like watch this show and be like, All right, this is a television show. Yeah, this something's okay. happening. Yeah. People what? are
1: having relationships with like interpersonal uh emotions like people have. Even up on the moon, like,
0: Maximus is like, this person wants to kill me. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Killed him. Okay, now moving on. Now this person wants... At no, it's least just,
2: Maximus mentioned, uh, like, human casualties and, like, wanting to protect life on Earth. Now, he I, mentioned that because he was trying to get his brother killed. Right, But still, right. he's the only person who's mentioned it.
0: I I mean, and maybe, maybe I'm, like, going too far into it. I don't believe anything that Maximus is saying. Like, this whole all of this seems like just a ploy to get himself powers. Like he wants to destroy the cast system that is based on like your value because of your powers. Hey, also I need powers. Hey, also I I'm going to need some powers. Like it's important that I have, like, it's just, it, it, it it breaks. The show is like doing a lot to like, break even this character that could have been complex down to just like a binary of like i want
1: character i want powers and that's all that matters they they actually didn't even really bring up the notion that he's desperate for power like of course we know he's self-conscious about being a human we know that he doesn't like that humans are discriminated against and that all is addressed in like the first three episodes but until episode four where the geneticist is trying to like take dna samples from black bolt that's really the first time he brings up that like yeah we're gonna fix we're gonna give me powers we're gonna yeah like had he been that really could have been a driving force behind us disliking him is if he had this fixation on like finding some kind of roundabout way to like mutate himself yeah
2: but they bring it up literally halfway through the show. Yeah,
1: and like I'm not saying that's a bad motivation. That's actually quite a good motivation, but mm-hmm. it's so sparsely mentioned. It doesn't seem to be the thing that's in the front of his mind.
0: Yeah, I I just I awesome. don't I don't believe the character and I don't believe anything that is going on. Like I don't believe it's it's not believable to me that he is so popular. With everybody, I, I just I, we have I, no reason.
1: We, as the viewers, though, have no reason to question that. They don't show people. There's no scene of like some uh, some some commoners on the moon, like discussing the political situation or something right, like that. Right. They they we for all we know, unless we're making presumptions, everyone loves him.
2: I'll yeah. never get over the fact that he got Gorgon's entire workforce, his entire, all of his coworkers to turn on him. That will forever blow my mind. And yeah. like, it's got to be just because Maximus is that charismatic because it's not like he's threatening them. It's not like he has any like physical power over them. It's just that they believe him more, which yeah. is nuts to me.
0: I guess honestly, to, to be it's totally just bad writing. To be totally transparent, I think my head canon of the show has started to affect like what this show actually <laughs> is to me, and I think I could be just biased into being like that's Ramsey Bolton, like <laughs> like the full stop, like that's
2: that's who this is.
0: They and should have I, made him
2: more like Ramsey. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That would yeah, but, but like I, I, I yeah. I, what I'm trying to do in my head is like make excuses for why his army Gorgon's army turned on him but it's like you're right like that's not they don't give you that that's not That that's all that's, in my head of like me trying to make
2: it okay because
0: at my also, core at my core I kind of I want to like this show still
2: the, like the one soldiers dying words to Black Bolt too were like be a better king like you're a bad fucking king do better for us as yeah. she dies and like black bolt has like a like a pained expression on his face like he always does but like it's just more money in the bank that maximus is the good guy which is fucking wild
1: i can't even fault you ronnie for for trying to fix this show with headcanon because they give you so little like right in order for anything at all to make sense, you have to make some pretty wild leaps of logic. You mm-hmm. have to make assumptions about what's actually happening and not in a suspenseful way. There are shows that certainly hide information from you in a calculated way to right. to keep you engaged, but that's not what's happening here. They're just like making right. wild leaps and then you have to find your way through the woods to whatever that like the show's conclusion was. And
0: they're showing you stuff. They're showing you a lot of stuff through
1: the flashbacks, but it
0: is the most insignificant pointless things that don't really lead to any true character development. Like it's just like an amalgamation of like moments that we can parallel to the current day that don't that's not what I'm into. That's not what I, that's not what I'm here for. Like
2: like if forfe- if it, if I'm we sorry, truly you know.
0: If they truly want to paint like this whole royal family as like shades of grey, why is there a caste system? What like led to this situation where it was it was just, you know, if it's just because they're bad, then that's fine. But then just make them bad. If it's because like there's this and there's this and there's these reasons, I I'm not gonna sit here and try and come up with reasons that justify a caste system. But like create some dichotomy, create some like reason for these characters even existing and then i'm on board which is what i'm trying to do in my head i guess but like it's not it's not showing on the screen
2: getting rid of like gorgon surfer army two i felt like was a really bad decision because one it's a show set in hawaii and they were like the only hawaiian so far who have had speaking lines and two i think it could have been really compelling character development for gorgon to have to work with non-powered humans to defeat the people he personally trained, and maybe he could have then learned to respect humanity, and maybe one of the uh, like badass surfer ex Navy SEAL guys or Green Braves or whatever could have taken out Laser Eyes Man and sacrificed themselves for Gorgon, and like Gorgon could have learned a lesson, or better yet, have Gorgon sacrifice himself to save the humans. Uh, because he's learned to value them, and then that maybe could have colored Karnak a little bit. But no, they wrote those we're, guys we're rewriting this show. They like had those guys like fucking out of nowhere, like we will die for you, Gorgon. And then Gorgon's and then like, they did. and Gorgon's like, fuck yeah, let's go get them. And then out of nowhere, Gorgon's like, you people suck, you're humans, I'm leaving. And like, whiplash, left, right, and center, no one's consistent, and. Uh, any sort of development or character arcs are always just derailed and shattered because they don't know where they want to take these people at all.
1: Yep. It's bad. All, what we're saying. Also, the all minority bad.
2: cast has been cut in half now, which oh, is yeah, a that's
1: true. Mm-hmm. Oh... <sighs> Can we can we
0: be hold done? Hold I'm yeah, tired of talking don't. about this show. <laughs> we're yeah, not. we're all
1: just yelling at this point. Like, stop. Can Ugh. I say,
0: can I just say though that like we're gonna come back next week. We're gonna wrap it up, and we're gonna watch these final two episodes. There's a part of me that's like, maybe this show is gonna work for me after all. Like, maybe they maybe they finally bring it home. I, I I it's a small part of me, but it's but
1: it's a passionate part. Keep those stars in your eyes, Ronnie. I will. Um, You're the purest soul. You believe in everything and everyone. (laughs) I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, well, not everyone. (laughs) Certainly not everybody, (laughs) but, um, let's, uh, let's go, let's go round this real quick. Evan.
2: Yeah. Is it working? No. Andy. Nope. (laughs) Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Is, is Inhumans episodes one through six working for you? No, no.
0: More, more than y'all, but not, not as much. And clearly that's just because of this
2: Adelan that I've built in my mind space. Well, with uh, that, everyone, uh, enjoy the end of Pride Month and feed your badgers.